Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the Primetime Sports Show, a simple sports podcast that I decided to make. Um, I released a short intro video yesterday, last night, explaining why I did this and what I aim to accomplish. Basically, I just like sports and I like creating discussions with other people. So I thought I would do it here in the podcast world and share it with all of you. So if you're listening to this, first off, thank you very much for the support and giving it a listen. Um, I wouldn't, I don't expect to make these too long. So, you know, some people only like 10 minute podcasts, 30 minute podcasts. I don't, I listen to like hour long podcasts and I don't mind, but I think this one will be a little bit shorter, maybe about a half hour. Um, So before we start all of this stuff in this episode, I wanted to first talk about a release schedule for episodes. Like I said, this is, I'm just going with the flow here. None of this is like professionally produced. And I said this in the video or the, the podcast last night, none of this is like professionally produced or edited. This is all just on my phone sitting in front of me and I'm talking into it. Um, I'm going to try and maybe add music to the beginning. So there's somewhat of an intro, but other than that, it's just going to be real. Whatever happens, happens on the podcast, whether it's, you know, my phone maybe falling and making a, a ruckus or like right now I have my neighbor mowing my own grass. Um, now we'll get into that maybe a little bit later, but my, uh, thought process was, I'm just questioning, is he mowing my grass because he's sick of looking at it or is he just being nice? So I'm probably going to have to ask him later on. I don't even know my neighbor. I don't even know his name. We just moved here. So uh, maybe he's just trying to make the first good impression. Uh, But anyway, um, so yeah, I might put music at the beginning and maybe at the end to end it just to make it sound a little bit cool. Um, that's probably just going to be some basic instrumental, maybe not even words or an official song because I don't have copyrights to it. Um, now when it comes to a release schedule, uh, I'm thinking about doing it Monday and Friday, just twice a week. I feel like that's plenty. Um, and I'm leaning actually more towards Tuesday, Friday, mainly because we can get Monday night football in like a discussion about the Monday night game included with the Sunday's Sunday game, Sunday night game. Um, and then Friday would be basically whatever happened throughout the week in sports. And then we'll make picks for Friday for the weekend. Cause that's when everything happens. So I'm leaning more towards Tuesday, Friday. Um, I'm going to release this one today. Today is July 30th, Tuesday, July 30th. Um, so, uh, we'll see where that, where that goes. Um, right now this podcast is only on Spotify. It approved within like seconds. Apple takes 24 to 48 hours to get approved. Everything should be straight on there. I haven't, everything should match up RSS, whatever they have to do content wise to approve it. Um, I'm hoping to have that approved. I'm hoping by tonight, if not tomorrow, 
Uh, once it is approved, this episode will be on Apple as well as Spotify. So that's it for the housekeeping things that have to go on in this podcast to make it flow. Um, let's talk about the first category, topic, if you will, in today's podcast. We're going to start in the NFL. And it has to do with the Dallas Cowboys and their star running back, Ezekiel Elliott, number 21. He's such a stud, so everybody says. He's worth so much money, they should pay him. Everybody's saying. Except for their owner, Jerry Jones, who says they do not need a rushing champion to win a Super Bowl. That is a quote from the boss man of America's team. Zeke is not at camp. He is holding out for a contract, and most people are saying that he's holding out for Todd Gurley money. Um, I'm no expert, but I do know that Todd Gurley just signed a four-year, $57 million deal, $45 million guarantee uh, about a month or two ago. I actually had to look that up just so I got my numbers right and sounded really professional. Um, but I can tell you, in my opinion, I do not think that Zeke is worth that much money. Um, listen, I liked Zeke in, at Ohio State. He was a dog. I'm not saying that he's not good in the NFL. I just hate the Cowboys, and that's just how my brain works. If you're associated with the Cowboys, I'm not a fan. Um, Zeke's obviously a part of the Cowboys, so I am no longer a fan of Ezekiel Elliott. He, if he ever decides to come onto the Tennessee Titans, you are talking to his number one fan. But until that day happens, I'm not a fan of him. I will give him credit that he is a good running back. Um, he is a stud running back. I just don't think that he should be the highest paid running back in the NFL. He's not there yet. They haven't won. I don't think they won the play. Did they? They. I don't even think they made the playoffs last year. If I am correct on that, uh, Todd Gurley has taken his team completely turned him around from when he was drafted to an NFA uh, Super Bowl contending team. Obviously, it didn't go too well last year, and you could partially blame that on coaching. I guess we don't really know what happened to Todd Gurley after like week sixteen. He just disappeared. Uh, not week sixteen. Uh, uh, Boy, that'd be week 18, maybe. Second round of the playoffs. He played that one playoff game, and he didn't really do anything. Um, oh, they did. They won. They beat the Seattle Seahawks last year. And then lost to the Rams. And Ezekiel Elliott had 47 yards rushing against the Rams in that division game. And that's, that's, that's huge. If you're going to be the highest-paid running back in the NFL – you have to show up for every single playoff game. Even if your team loses, at least lose rushing over 100 yards. If you're going to rush for 47 yards, I mean, that you can't, you can't make that much money if you're going to do that every single year when you're just going to blow it like that. He had a terrible, he had a great middle season. He had a, a, an okay beginning. Uh, towards the middle, he had three straight games of over 120 yards. Um, and then the last three games, he, he couldn't break 90 in the last game. He, uh, I guess New York, 
he didn't even play. So, and obviously because they made the playoffs. I'm not saying that he was benched. It was because he made the playoffs. They didn't want to risk it. But he wasn't producing towards the end of the season. And if you're going to be the highest paid running back, you've got to produce at all times. That's just how I think about it. Um, he'll get paid. I don't know if it's going to be that much. I don't think he will get paid at all. I think it might be a little Le'Veon Bell situation where he just doesn't come back this year. Who knows? We'll see. He's in Cabo training in the sand. So we'll see where that gets him. Uh, The next topic brings us to Julio Jones staying in the NFL. Julio Jones came out today and said that he will not be playing in any single preseason game this year. And as an NFL fan, I 100% support him in his decision. Um, I think the preseason is a waste of time for players like Julio Jones, who are veterans and are still very much one of the best players on their team. Um, Maybe a series at most in like the second or third game. But other than that, just let the guys who are not going to make the team, who are battling to make the team, play. If they're not, if you know they're not going to make the team, just let them play, and and cut them. You're not going to don't give away like your your uh, whole plan for the season by playing your starters and then risking them for that season. They could get. I mean, tell that to Julian Edelman who. I think he broke his leg. Was it two years ago when he broke his leg in the preseason game? Um, I think it was Julian Edelman, if I'm not, if I'm correct there. I mean, all it is is in preseason, it's a bunch of guys who, except for the third, second or third game, whoever, however they decide which game is going to be the starters, playing like a whole half. All it is is players trying to make the team. And if you put your starters out there, these players are, in their mind, they have to do whatever it takes to make that 53-man roster, whether that's leveling a star player like Julio Jones on a cross route, you know, or even going for his knees to make a tackle. They don't know any better. They don't know to, oh, shoot, that's Julio Jones. I'm I'm not going to. No, they're going to make the play. They're going to do all they can to make the play. And, you know, sometimes it just doesn't, it, it's, it hurts them. It literally hurts them and takes them out of the, the season, start of the season, maybe even the whole season. So uh, I applaud him for standing up and saying that he's not going to play. He said he was a veteran. He doesn't need it. And he's 100% right. He does not need the preseason. Um Staying on the injury topic, um, there are two big injuries that I think occurred, three maybe. Uh, The first one, A.J. Green, I guess, tore some ligaments in his ankle. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks, they said, I believe. Uh, He just went under a procedure today, so that'll hurt him at the start of the season, uh, unless he can make it back before, but I doubt it. Um, Andrew Luck has re-injured his calf. He said it hurts in his ankle. He he calls it a lower, a lower leg injury because he hurts. It. He feels pain all the way down into his foot, his ankle. Um, I guess he got hurt and he wanted to. He basically told himself that he was fine in his head, and he wasn't, and reaggravated it and made it worse. And it just sucks when athletes 
I understand, like, that's the – he loves football, obviously. He plays as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Why would you not? And he wants to get back out there. And I feel like he's just always hurt. So I'm sure something in his head was like, dude, you're not doing this again. You're getting back out there, and we're going to play. Turned up, biting him, biting him in the butt, turns out. Uh, the next one, uh, the third one, involves my Tennessee Titans – and I've been watching this, and I really told, I kept telling myself that it's nothing. It's really, it's nothing. And it's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has a strained calf. He had one practice. He practiced, I think it was half on day one. Half of a practice on day one. And he has yet to return to practice in training camp. And... I'm starting to get a little bit curious as to what really is wrong. Hopefully it's nothing too serious and he's just being being extra cautious. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I doubt he'll play any in the preseason. If he does, it'll maybe be the third or fourth for, like I said, maybe his two series or something. We cannot lose him. He's our main asset this year. I don't care what anybody says. Marcus Mariota's playing for a contract extension. We all know that, uh, but Derrick Henry is, he has got to be our guy. We need to establish this run game. We, as in the Tennessee Titans, I'm just a fan, I know. Uh, they need to establish their run offense very quick. Uh, basically do what they did for the last three weeks last year. Week 16 through, or uh, week 14 through 17. Just do that and... I don't know, maybe go 500, maybe go 8-8. Eight and eight. We'll lose to the Texans both times. Uh, might lose to the Jaguars and Nick Foles twice. Um, I don't know. I, I, we can only hope for the best. We start off with the Browns and everybody's saying, I mean, we're already five-and-a-half point underdogs in that game. So. Uh, next topic. Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzmagic is back for the Miami Dolphins. And reports are coming in that he is leading Josh Rosen in the quarterback battle. And I absolutely love it. I need it. I need more of it. Fitzmagic is the truth. He is going to be the truth. He'll be the starting quarterback. Don't worry. We're not going to let Josh Rosen run that team. He tried to run the Cardinals and look where it got him. Fitzmagic will be the veteran leader, starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and he will go, my prediction is 4-0 in blowout fashion, blowout-style wins. Um, then he will lose four to bring him back to 4-4. Four and four. Then it's going to be a little bit of a quarterback controversy. Controversy will Josh Rosen come in, maybe he'll come in for a few series, uh, maybe he'll come in and win the second half and win the game. All of a sudden, he's starting for another two weeks. And then Fitzpatrick comes back in and wins a few. And then they just crumble and die. Miss the postseason. The Patriots will dog them. Um, I mean, the Patriots will have that division for like the 50th straight season. Uh, but Fitzpatrick, he's back in the news. I love it. I can't wait to see his post conferences after he wins forty eight to nothing over uh 
whoever they play. I'm going to say, I'm going to hope that they play the Patriots. They play Patriots week two. I think that's going to be an absolute blowout. They're going to kill them. They're going to absolutely kill them at home. Fitzpatrick's going to do it. Um, last in the NFL, free tail Lewan. I don't really have to uh, get more in-depth about that. Um, the whole situation sucks. It's a zero-tolerance policy, and I understand that. It sucks that he took that substance not knowingly and passed a polygraph, saying that he did so unwillingly and unknowingly. But it looks like we're going to lose him for four games. I don't think it's abs- I don't think it's official yet. I think they have to wait for the second sample. Maybe something crazy happens. A second sample comes back and doesn't match or something, and he can win his appeal maybe. Who knows? But anyway, free Taylor Lewan. I already ordered my shirt from his podcast, Bustin' with the Boys. Um, so hopefully that comes out here soon because I'll be wearing that T-shirt every Sunday for the next, oh, I guess – Every Sunday when the season starts for four weeks, I'll wear that every single week until he comes back. I love you, Taylor Lewan. Um Let's switch into the Major League Baseball world. Uh, now, I'll be honest, I don't really know what's going on in the MLB world nowadays. Uh, I know the Orioles stink. They're currently losing 3 to nothing to the San Diego Padres. <sighs> Let me see. I hope Manny Machado has hit a few... Home runs. Did he hit one? He did. Gosh, goddamn. Manny Machado. First inning, too. Good for him. I'm so glad that he comes in here. I mean, they're in San Diego, but he plays the Orioles and just... He just dogs them. They deserve it. Orioles deserve it. Uh, So, in the MLB, I know the Orioles stink. I know that they will stink for the next few years. uh, Probably for the rest of time. Um... I know the Yankees are good. Uh, the Astros are good. Cleveland Indians are okay. I know Trevor Bauer absolutely launched that ball over center field. That was fantastic. Such a way to get out of that. Such a way to just leave. You know, turn around and chuck the ball. With, I don't even know their center fielder. He's looking up at the scoreboard as he's getting pulled out, and all of a sudden he sees a ball fly over his head and smoke the batter's eye. And turn around in shock. I would. I don't. It, I wish I could have been there to see that. That would have been awesome. And then he just tells Terry Francona, "My bad, my bad." I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, but in the MLB, the main talk of the town is the trade deadline. Uh, that's happening in a few days. To be honest, I don't even know what day that is. Um, let's see. Does it tell me here? 4 p.m. on Wednesday, so tomorrow. So in 24 hours, in 23 and a half hours from this time, uh, the trade deadline will occur. And the main thing that I got from the trade deadline is that Noah Syndergaard might get traded from the Mets, and I am 100% here for it. Um, It would be such a New York Mets thing to do to get rid of their stud, their ace. I don't even know if he's doing good this year, but you don't get rid of a name like that no matter what or an arm like that. I mean, that dude's massive, and he, I just, I love that dude. Noah Syndergaard, Thor, they call him. If your nickname is Thor, then you don't go anywhere. You stay and get paid. Uh, but it looks like he might get traded. I don't know who he's going to get traded for. 
I'm assuming it's going to be for some big names. Uh, but we'll see when that happens in the next 23 and a half hours. It is currently 4.30 on my end. Um, in the NBA, like I said in that first episode, in that two-minute intro, the NBA is year-round. I don't care what you say. NBA is year-round. C.J. McCollum for the, the Portland Trailblazers got paid. I mean, absolutely paid. Three years, $100 million. That's, that's stupid money there. Three years, $100 million. An extension. Not even a contract. Just an extension. He was previously making... He was, what would that be, a two-year, $57 million deal? Uh, he now makes $157 million. So basically what I got from that is he shot and made a lot of three-pointers. And I think he was, was he third in three-point percentage? This year, I'm going to fact check this here on the NBA website. Um, He's not even on. Let me see the field goal percent. Let me see. Let's see what his field goal percentage is, where he ranks in that. Do we do? Oh, we can't do players. I know he shot and made a lot of three-pointers, and he took his team to the conference finals. But then they got swept. So basically what I got out of that was... Let me see if I can find this. CJ McCollum. He made... His field goal percentage was 45.9%. Three-point... All the way, I don't even see him on the list. I don't understand how he gets paid that much. I don't understand how NBA players get paid that much to begin with. Where is this money coming from? I just want, I don't, I don't understand where it comes from and why other sports can't make that much money. Like the NFL. I understand there's a lot more players on the team, but they produce so much revenue that it is insane that they aren't at that level yet. Anyway, uh, we can stick with NBA and do LeBron James. Uh, if you haven't seen it, he had that video of him coming out uh, and throwing down crazy dunks during his son's AAU game, Bronny, Bronny James. In the layup line, he's just throwing down you know, off the backboard, going between the legs, a couple 360s, you know, just some crazy stuff. Um, I think it was kind of ridiculous that he was doing it. But depending on the context, now, I don't know. If the kids were like, hey, why don't you get your dad and come over here and throw some dunks down? Whatever, I guess. Uh, but if he, like, just got, like, what I think happened is Bronny probably threw down a little, one of those layup dunks where you, you know, like, you barely touch the rim, but it there's a little bit of force to it. And LeBron saw it because he can't jump that high. I don't I, I know he can dunk, but he was probably doing it in a layup line anyway. And LeBron was like, oh, no, I can't have him steal the uh, spotlight from me. 
He's, he needs to know who I am and who daddy is. Comes down and just starts throwing him down. Um, whatever. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't know if anybody else is. Everyone's saying he's supporting his son. I don't think so. It's just sit in the stands. Just cheer him on like a normal parent. We know you're LeBron James. We know that you're worth so much money and you're just the greatest player in the NBA besides Kobe and Michael Jordan. But, I mean, dude. And then, like, when uh, I think Bronny threw up an alley-oop, he didn't even – he wasn't the one dunking. He got the assist. And LeBron's, like, at the foul line with his shoe. I guess his shoe slipped. As he's celebrating on the court as play is happening – Runs back, his shoe slips, so it's sitting there at the foul line. And then he runs all the way back out to get it as play is, like, right there where he is. I don't know how there wasn't, like, a technical, how he wasn't, how the game wasn't stopped. It just played like it was normal. Like, that's completely normal, I guess, in AAU games. I don't know. I've never been to one. I think, I just think he was acting a little bit ridiculous over a pass up in the air that I can do. Anybody can do that. No, nobody, not everybody can dunk. I know I sure as hell can't dunk, but I can definitely toss one up there to someone who can. And I don't think my dad would be jumping up and down and losing his shoes and being all on the court. Who knows? Maybe if my son's a basketball star at an AAU tournament and I'll just go crazy. Maybe I'll hit a growth spurt and I'll be able to throw some dunks down. Maybe I'll be able to convince the, the person to lower the hoops. That'd be pretty cool. Um, our last topic that I have written down here involves the U.S. Women's National Team, soccer, if you're not familiar. Um, I am a huge, huge fan and supporter of the Women's National Team. I know they've been in all the, they've been in so many news articles, uh, during this World Cup for many different reasons, um, I love supporting them, the women's national team, uh, mainly because they win. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the men's team, mainly because they stink. Every single World Cup, they stink. Every single World Cup that I've been alive for, they stink. They can't make it through group stages. They get knocked out in the first round. Meanwhile, the women are over here just tearing stuff up, mur- uh, murdering these teams, making it to the finals, winning the World Cup, two straight years, making it, uh, I want to say, is it three, three straight years they've made it to the the final, and they lost to uh, Japan, or was it China, Japan, in the final, uh, three world, two World Cups ago, not counting this one, but they win, I mean, that's all it is, is they win, and why would I not support a team that's representing our country and putting our country atop of their sport. I mean, that's, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm supporting you. If you're winning like that, if you are going to win constantly and represent our country, I'm all for it. I'm all for them. I love them. Uh, but anyway, Jill Ellis, she was the head coach of uh, the women's national team. She stepped down today. Um, I mean, I guess you win a few and, I mean, it's just like Barry Trotz. You win one, and you're gone for the Capitals. She won two. She got her wins in, um, and she's gone. I don't know what she's going to do next. I don't know who our coach is going to be next, uh, but I guess we'll see in four years what happens. 
Um, but thank you, Joe Ellis, for leading our team to two World Cup golds. Um, she's a two-time champion, 2015 and 2019. That's awesome. Very proud. Very proud to be an American when it comes to women's soccer. So that's it. That's all that I got uh, written down now on my on my end. Um, it doesn't look like anything new has come in. Uh, breaking news: The Orioles are now down four to nothing. Holy smokes! Four to nothing, folks. Manny Machado. Two for two. That's all that matters. I hope he keeps hitting dingers. He had a wall scraper, three ninety nine. Nice. Yep, so that's all we got for this episode today, ladies and gents. Um, like I said, this will be uploaded today on Spotify, uh, maybe on Apple if it approves in time tonight before I go to sleep. I'll get it up there. If not, I'll get it up as soon as Apple is approved. Then uh, I plan on seeing you guys on Friday. We're going to talk... Um, Maybe some UFC, get some picks in, uh, just some more sports, whatever's going on that day. I plan on maybe doing something where we do like a too early to pick uh, picks where it'll be college and NFL because college football lines are already out for the most part and NFL week one lines are also out. So we can do something where we just they're too early to call type picks. Um, and we'll see what people think of them. Maybe we can keep track of them and see how they do. Maybe I actually will go to the casino and sprinkle a little money on them if they're available there. I definitely probably will go and, and put some money on on a UFC. Uh, that's a just a UFC fight night. It's actually free on ESPN. You don't even have to have plus, I don't think, this week. Um, prelims. Early prelims, I believe, are at 12 and main cards at 3 p.m., which is weird because it's usually it's usually that early if they're overseas, but they're just in New Jersey. So I'm not sure what the reasoning is behind that. Um, but I guess that's what I'll be doing during Saturday. Um, if you guys want anything to do, there you go. You got something. Tune in, I guess, on ESPN. All righty. Well, that's it. Like I said, I'll see you guys on Friday. And I hope you enjoyed the very first episode of the Primetime Sports Show. It was a pleasure having you. We'll see you.